Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. And we couldn't be more excited about it. <laughs> yes. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter. There's, there's so much today that <laughs> we're, we're not going to be able to get to it all. But Because, uh, I mean, we've got at least 10 minutes worth of entertainment to jam pack into these two hours. Uh, so <laughs> hang on. And you want your ears clean so that you can hear everything clearly. Um, and maybe it's been a while since you've had your ears professionally cleaned. Maybe you've never had your ears professionally cleaned. You don't need to anymore um, because there's Wax RX. If you have itchy ears or they're painful, they feel plugged up all the time. You sound like you're talking in a tunnel when you speak. Uh, you're always asking people, what? I'm sorry, what? How's that? If, uh, if this sounds familiar, get Wax RX. It's physician-developed technology safely and effectively removes that buildup. And then it soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. And now you can use Wax RX without a prescription. No more expensive trips to the doctor. Try the Wax RX system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout. You'll get free chi- free shipping. Uh, usewaxrx.com. Offer code radio for free shipping. Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> I love some of this. We, we've got an update on, uh, we talked about Tariq Hill uh-huh. and what's going on with that football player. Kansas City um, Chiefs. Uh-huh. Kansas City Chiefs football player, super fast. I mean, he has like 4-2-40 speed. Yeah, he, so has, he has a gift for sure. He, he runs 40 yards in 4.2 seconds. Mm. Nobody does that. I mean, it's like, that's like, if you're not familiar with football, that's that's like world record speed. That's like Jeffy speed, you know? He's a felt athlete and he If Jeffy was shot out of a cannon. Oh, that's I left that if part. If Jeffy out. was slender enough to be shot out of a cannon. Uh-huh. Uh so <laughs> it's Jeffy speed when he's at the buffet jamming <laughs> things is. into his mouth. There it is. Okay, now you nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, the guy's really fast. He also happened to apparently break his son's arm. Uh, so he's out of football right now. And there's a, an interesting update on that. Also, uh, all heck is broken loose again on Facebook as they start banning people and eliminating voices. Now, we've spoken many times about uh, Alex Jones and how insane he is. And... I don't buy into... I'll give you a for instance. Alex Jones has said that uh, Joe Biden had part of his brain removed 10 years ago. (laughs) I mean, okay. um, Show me the evidence of that. uh, And maybe we'll entertain that. So anyway, he was now saying that... You know, when we played this too the other day when he was slurring all his words, sounded like he may have been drunk. According to Alex Jones, that was his second stroke. Uh, I don't know, but but you should be able to say that if you want, right? Sure. Um, well, he's apparently completely banned now on Facebook. They've taken him off. Uh, they've also taken off a Milo Yiannopoulos for being dangerous and uh, Louis Farrakhan. Hmm. 
They actually called Louis Farrakhan right wing. Yes, they did. What are you, what are you talking about? Louis Farrakhan is right wing? Yeah. <sighs> now, I thought that they threw Farrakhan in there just as a, all right, we'll give you one left wing person too, and then we'll show you that, hey, we're non-biased. We don't care. We, look, we did a Farrakhan. But now they're calling him right wing. So all of these people that you banned are right wing. Okay, well, that's a problem, too, Facebook. And again, Facebook can do what they want. It's, it's, their, it's their platform. However, if they're going to do this and be biased and only uh, eliminate voices on the right, which I don't consider Alex Jones to be on the right either. And by the way, neither does he. He just admitted <clears throat> yesterday that he's not, he's not conservative. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that admission. Uh, but anyway... Um, if you're going to only ban voices that are conservative, then um, then you've got to lose your immunity from the government. Then, I, I'm sorry, you can't have that, that deal, that arrangement that you've made with the government that if you're non-bias, will protect you from the things that are said on your platform and you won't be held accountable for them. Well, they're not non-bias. So how can they be immune from prosecution? Or lawsuits. <clears throat> I mean, I, th- I think they lost that ability, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, Farrakhan, Infowars, Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, Laura Loomer have all been banned for being dangerous. There was a, a number of others as well that I've, I've never heard of, but people associated, many of them associated with Alex Jones. Um, and so... Uh, it's yeah, I don't like it. It's uh, it's not right. <clears throat> it's just not right. And again, we're not you know this. We're not we're not Alex Jones fans. But that doesn't mean you should ban his voice. Let people decide. And of all the things to ban him on, oh my gosh, he said something about the health of Joe Biden. Yeah, that seems to be the last straw, right? I, it's almost it like seems to be. they were just waiting for <clears throat> something, mm-hmm. anything. Either mm-hmm. that or they just. Biden sycophants. I don't well, know. Well, he thinks it's because um, <laughs> he's he's going to win the election for Donald Trump. <clears throat> That's what he said it is. Uh, they're afraid uh, of him. Ah, yeah. They're afraid of him, Keith. Okay. And so uh, they got to get rid of him. Otherwise, you get the Alex Jones endorsement, <clears throat> you are set. You're set. You're all set. <laughs> he proved that last time uh, because he he was for Donald Trump, and who won? I, mean, I rest case, my case. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he certainly had a better track record uh, with candidates than we did last <laughs> yes. time. I will say that. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, so this banning thing is is getting out of control. Mm-hmm. And Apple has done it. Facebook is doing it. They're also ban- I guess they've also taken him off Instagram. Is there any p- political rhetoric on Instagram? I thought that was a bunch of pictures. Well. Isn't it? I mean, isn't that what you do on Instagram? You show photos of your food and recipes and, oh, I've, I've got this new outfit. What, what do you think? Isn't that, that's true. Yeah, that's, isn't that basically Instagram? Martin, a lot of politics <clears throat> on Instagram. You go over there a lot. You find us funny stuff. Any, any politics going on over there? No, not really. I didn't think so. But they took them off Instagram, too. Okay. Uh, but Facebook, of course, owns Instagram. 
So, yeah, uh, clean sweep. Yeah, it just wiped him off of everything. Maybe Crazy. That's, maybe that's where he, you know, flexes his muscles and stuff. Oh, that could be. That, I take him off that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we found All common right. ground. Okay, yes, I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> if that's what's happening, he's tearing off his shirt and flexing his uh, uh-huh. his hairy muscles. <laughs> his hairy I, muscles. I'm fine. Yeah, go ahead and take yeah, him okay. off of All Instagram. Right, so look, we. We found we found something we agree on there. Facebook, Instagram. We are uh, together. Uh, we stand with Facebook <laughs> in taking Alex Jones off Instagram. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed on Twitter. Also, an interesting CNN poll about uh, who would beat Donald Trump in the Democrat Party, and it's virtually everyone, according to CNN. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if these are push polls. I don't know if they're legitimate, if they're only polling Democrats. Uh, I I don't know what's going on. There is no way Beto O'Rourke beats Donald Trump by 10 points. There is no way. I just, I don't buy that for a second. But that's, according to the new poll from CNN, if he were to win the Democrat nomination, he would beat Trump by 10 percentage points. Former Vice President Joe Biden and independent Bernie Sanders also supposedly beat Trump by about eight and nine percentage points each. Uh, Of the six Democrat candidates the the survey polled, five of them beat Trump. The only one who didn't, Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas. (laughs) No. I just, I'm sorry. That's, I, do you buy that at all? Interestingly, they also uh, have listed the uh, Democrat candidate intake of cash so far, and Bernie Sanders leads by quite a bit. Bernie's up to eighteen point two million. Kamala Harris is at twelve million raised so far. Beto O'Rourke, who is supposed to be the superstar fundraiser, he's at nine point four million. Most of that was raised in the first day. Remember that he he raised six million, so he raised two thirds of it in one day, and then everything kind of slowed down for him. Yep. But he's got nine point four million. Pete Buttigieg has seven million dollars. The South Bend mayor, seven million dollars in his presidential campaign fund. Elizabeth Warren, six million. Amy Klobuchar, five point two. Cory Booker's got five, and so on down the line. Even Marianne Williamson. <laughs> Uh, is she an author? She's yeah, got that's Oprah's she, favorite. Like okay, that's right. Yeah. She's raised one and a half million. Okay. Uh, Wayne Messam. What? I'm sorry. Wayne Messam. Here's here's a guy I didn't even know was in the race. <laughs> Wayne Messam. Oh, you know Wayne Messam. Can you look him up and yeah? For those who don't know, I'm, I just want to pretend for a second that I'm unfamiliar. So uh, see what Google says about Wayne Messam, and I'll tell you if it's right. Okay. Tell us. You'll confirm or deny. I will. Yeah, I will. How do you even spell his name? I'm going to act like I don't know. Uh, okay. M-E-S-S-A-M. <clears throat> Messam. He's raised a whopping. So far, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. $84,000. <laughs> wow. That's, a, That's more money than I have right now in my pocket. Heck of a lot. But um, when you're running for president, uh, that doesn't go well, he, a very long as way. As you know, is the mayor of... Miramar, Florida. Right, that's okay. right. Okay. And um, the mayor of Mil- Miramar, Florida. Yeah, Wayne Messam. Yeah, of course. Sure. Right. 
<laughs> the mayor okay. of... Of course you're going to take this angle. Listen to this. Florida mm-hmm. Mayor Wayne Messam. Okay, first of all, you can't say Florida Mayor. Nice try to shorthand that USA Yeah, there's no today. mayor of Florida. Uh-uh. Uh, Florida Mayor Wayne Messam says... He doesn't need Washington experience to be president. No. Yeah. Apparently, right. he doesn't need any experience. Or to money. Be he doesn't or need money. any money either. Because uh-huh. he's not getting much. Uh, John Delaney, who is a congressman, he's got 345000 I I mean, I, I love this list. I don't know how, if you're Wayne Messam, or if you're Marianne Williamson, <laughs> or even if you're John Hickenlooper, how do you, how do you look at the, at the field and say... Yeah, I'm the guy. I, I can win this thing. I got it. I This is mine for the taking, and uh, I'm going to lead this country. <laughs> Nobody's ever heard of you. You know, they put together these exploratory committees. Didn't the exploratory <laughs> committee until you come back and say, Wayne, <laughs> dude, <laughs> you don't have, you, you know, uh, how long a snowball lasts in hell? <laughs> Yeah, you got less of a chance than that. Everybody leave the room. Uh, I need to talk to uh, the mayor of Florida right. about this polling we just got back. Florida's mayor, Wayne Messam. <laughs> well, Florida Floridians are coming through for him, man. They're they're at eighty. He's got up. He's up to eighty four thousand dollars in his campaign fund. Yeah, he's only registered uh, in one poll, and it was in New Hampshire. He's up to one percent. Is he in really? New Hampshire? So, um, wow. That's good for him. He's almost in Beto territory, and no, that's good not a compliment. Him. No, Beto's fading fast. Yeah, there's a. It's amazing. There's a great article here. I'm trying to find this one paragraph that just sums <laughs> up, um, sums sums up what where Beto is. But basically, it just talks about how he's blown it, man. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, unfortunately, his campaign started backwards. He was white hot. At the very beginning, yeah, and now he's cooled off a lot. Check out this paragraph. It's not right what you here. want to have happen. Check, read this paragraph right here. Uh, it's a Daily Beast article. <clears throat> According to my unscientific poll, asking every woman I see, Beto reminds them of the worst boyfriend they ever had. <laughs> this is this is his problem. Yep. Even for Democrats, self-involved, convinced of his own charm, chronically late if he shows up at all, <laughs> worth a meal or two, but definitely not marriage material. <laughs> That's uh, a perfect description. Yeah, this is good. When he should be home with the kids or taking out the trash, he's jamming with his ga- garage band or skateboarding at Whataburger. He's in and out of a funk, which requires long and meaningful runs to clear his head. Every thought he has is transcendent, <laughs> worthy of being narrated, videotaped, and blogged. He is always out finding himself. At age 46, the man asking to run the country is currently lost. Nailed it. And that's so good. That's why even Democrats aren't enamored with him anymore. Mm-mm. They're pretty well done with Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, I think so. Uh, all right. I mean, let's talk about pain for a second. Um, it's something I can definitely relate to. I am in near constant pain. And if you are too, it's probably due to inflammation. And you might have an injury that causes it, but a lot of times those injuries just get inflamed. And that's where Relief Factor comes in. And what I love about Relief Factor is it's natural. It's 100% drug-free, so you're not going to be hooked up. You're not going to be hooked and addicted to any kind of narcotic and then have to try to wean yourself off of that and go through all that that entails. I mean, we've seen so many of Relief Factor's clients here at The Blaze. We've been watching it help so many employees. And it works for so many people. 
Here's what you need to do. Just try the three-week quick start program. It's $19.95. You take it for three weeks. If it helps, ease your pain. It's gotten Keith completely out of the leg pain that he has. Every day. Every day I take that. Mm-hmm. And then, as he's mentioned several times, when surgeries come up or whatever, you got to stop taking anti-inflammatories. Uh, the pain comes right back. Yep, absolutely. And I know it's attributed. It's happened multiple times. I know Relief Factor works for me. So give it a try. And and isn't it worth nineteen ninety five to see if you can be relieved of that pain, that continual pain? I I think so. Get your life back with Relief Factor and their three week quick start for only nineteen ninety five. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain, get your life back. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Then there's Kirsten Gillibrand. Uh, In fact, we've got this story on her, so I was just kind of looking over the list. She's not even on the list of <laughs> oh no she is okay oh, yes, i was she gonna is. say wayne messam's right. got her beat yeah no <laughs> she's at three million. Oh wow okay but is that enough it must not be enough to get her on the debate stage because she is desperate to get sixty-five thousand donors yeah here's her latest brilliant plan here we go she unveiled a plan to give <laughs> she's gonna give every voter up to six hundred dollars in what she calls democracy dollars oh kirsten Uh-oh, here we we're go. not a democracy <laughs> but these democracy dollars allow them to donate to federal candidates for office. So she's got a clean election plan that would reduce the influence of big money in politics. Yeah, which she's she's not trying to reduce the big money in politics. Nope. She's trying to get on the debate stage. Yep. And one of the rules is if you have 65,000 individual donors, you're in. Yeah, and so if beer pong doesn't work to help you raise money... Which you already tried. Then maybe democracy dollars will. <laughs> it's crazy. So dumb. She said, if you want to accomplish anything that the American people want it to accomplish, want us to accomplish, whether it's healthcare as a right, better public schools, better economy, you have to take on the greed and corruption that determine everything in Washington. Under Gillibrand's plan, every eligible voter could register for vouchers to donate up to $100 in a primary election and 100 in a general, either all at once or in $10 increments. So strange. Cumbersome. Yeah. Each participant would get a separate $200 pool for House, Senate, and presidential <laughs> oh, contests. What? Uh, this is crazy this is stuff. Madness, man. But to be eligible to receive her democracy dollars, a candidate would have to voluntarily agree to forego any contributions Larger than 200 per donor. Uh-huh. It's a big drop from the current maximum of 2,800 per primary and 28 for the general election. This is stupid. This is a that's a dumb plan. This is a hail mary. It's how dumb you have to register for it. I got news for you. Anybody that has a propensity to vote for Kirsten Gillibrand ain't taking the time to go and register for democracy dollars. I'm sorry. Uh, we have a First Amendment where free speech is guaranteed. And part of that speech is to be able to contribute to whatever candidate you want to. I, I hate this Democrat thing, these uh, these Democratic socialists who want to eliminate, eliminate your ability to give to somebody that you really like. Or for a corporation to donate money to somebody they really like. 
Because I guess corporations are just monolithic machines. There's no people that make up a corporation. Yeah, they dropped in uh, from outer space. Uh huh. Uh huh. Nobody created uh-huh. them. They just came in here from another world. And <laughs> bloop, there's a Walmart. This must be what the UFOs are dropping off. They're dropping off corporations all over the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's what it is, man. I think we finally we finally uh, put our finger on what's happening. And the U.S. There. Navy wants to investigate. Yep. Who's the U.S. Navy? They're the government. The right. government in bed with mm-hmm. big business. Exactly. UFOs. I mean, it all makes sense now. Telling you. Mm-hmm. We're on to something here. We are on to something. Uh, 888-900-3393. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. As long as we're talking about these uh, incredible candidates for president. Uh, we had somebody swoop in yesterday to try to save the day. And I, I know you're excited about him. as Probably as excited about him as I am. Uh, and that's saying something. Yeah, we're talking about the uh, the guy who plays for the Seahawks? N- yes. Yeah. So we got an NFL <laughs> Yes, Michael player. Bennett. Michael Bennett. Yeah, that's great. That's interesting because... Isn't it? I always thought that it was just a politicians that would run for, for office, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that we have uh, Michael no, Bennett. Uh, Michael Bennett running. Uh, now, a lot of people... Uh, a lot of people tweeted yesterday. They emailed us. There were calls coming into the to building. You guys are lying about Michael Bennett, right? Yeah, He's yeah. not really running. Are you really? Are you sure? And some of them did think it was NFL's Michael Bennett. Yeah, the switchboard was like then, literally warm to the touch. Then we 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 had to assure them. No, no, this is this is the Michael Bennett from you know the uh, uh, Michael Bennett. Of the senator, sen- the Mi- senate, Michael senate guy. Bennett not the, guy, not that the one. Eagles player. You're right. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Right. So, as proof, I thought, okay, well, maybe we better just prove it to people because we were just, it was too good to be true. They if a thought. tree falls in a forest. <laughs> Here he was on uh, ooh, CBS. Ooh, big announcement time. This morning, yesterday. Senator Michael Bennett of Colorado has served in the U.S. Senate since 2009. Who knew? He has also been one of no the one. Democrats considering a run for His president wife, in 2020. Senator Bennett joins us now only on CBS This Morning to announce his plans for the future. Good morning, Senator. Good morning, Tom. So, what are your plans? Pause for just a second. There is no way this is an exclusive to CBS. How do they do that? How do they land the Michael Bennett presidential announcement, man? What a get. (laughs) What a get. (laughs) That is incredible. Wow, that's a feather in the cap of CBS News right there. I mean, the producer that made that happen. <laughs> Give him a raise. All right, here's his, here's his announcement. Coming. So, what are your plans for the so future? My plan is to run for president. I appreciate your letting me yes! come here to announce that. I think this country yeah! faces two enormous challenges, yes, among others. One is, One is learning who uh, you are. A lack of economic mobility <laughs> and opportunity for most Americans. And the other is the need to restore integrity to our government. I, need, I think we need to do both of those things. And I've spent the last couple of years writing a book about a tremendous our politics challenge. over the last 10 well, years or so. And I became oh, convinced okay. in that process hope it's making uh, that money. if we continue to go down the path we're going. And this isn't just about President Trump. It's about no. the politics right. that existed yeah. before yeah. he got there. Oh, exactly. He certainly has made matters worse. Oh, has he? But if we keep going down this road, mm-hmm. we're going to be the first generation of Americans to leave less of Less of it than our children. Blah, blah, to the next blah, generation. Blah, blah, and I, I, blah, blah, I just need to do everything I can do to make sure that we don't do that. It just becomes diarrhea of the mouth after a while. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so there it is. I ju- you know, we just had to prove it to you because I know people thought, no way do we have that good a choice. It just doesn't happen anymore. Not since our founders. It's someone like 
Michael Bennett run. I mean, thankfully, there's hope now. Well, between him and Wayne Messam, (laughs) one should be the other's vice president. What do you think? Should it be Messam Bennett or Bennett Messam? 2020. I'm going to have to go Bennett Messam. Yeah, as a Bennett Messam. Better yeah. ring to it there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Bennett Messam. Wait, what did you say again? You said Bennett Messam? I said Bennett Messam. All right, we're going Bennett Messam 2020. Yes. yes. I mean, that should have been self evident, Keith. Sorry. I'm surprised you even had to. But ask again, again, kudos, you know, for CBS, CBS to get, for get that, that get. Right? Wow. But I will say, one thing that bugs me about Bennett is that he only has the one T at the end. And I think you and I disagree on this policy. We do. I, I think um, that's that's yeah. a judicious use of a consonant. He, there's no need for the second yeah, T. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just used to the, the two T's on yes, Bennett. Yes, we're used to it. But that's a lot Doesn't of waste. Doesn't make it right. That's why we're $22 trillion in debt right now, because we keep wasting. So, uh, <laughs> hold on. Uh, how do I spell messing? M e s s a m. Oh, a m. It is bad. so easy. <laughs> Isn't not for yes. me. It feels like math involved. Oh uh, man. Okay, so Bennett Messam, twenty twenty. Let's start printing the bumper stickers right now. The other thing is uh, something that became really clear yesterday um, because they're releasing details now. The FBI did, in fact, spy on the Donald Trump campaign, as he has said all along. Did you read about this? You see this in the paper? No, dude. Yeah, yeah, you see, see that, that? Kevin, did you see it? What you got? You there, read man? about this? What is that, man? Uh, interesting article. There was huh. a conversation at a London bar September 2016 that took a strange turn when the woman sitting across from George Papadopoulos, a Trump campaign advisor, asked a direct question. So, is the Trump campaign working with Russia? The woman had set up the meeting to discuss foreign policy issues, but she was actually a U.S. government investigator posing as a research assistant. Hmm. (laughs) The FBI sent this woman to London as part of the counterintelligence inquiry opened that summer to better understand the Trump's campaign links to Russia. Wow. Are they doing this for everybody? Did they do that with Hillary Clinton? I've seen no mention of that. The American government's affiliation with the woman who said her name was Azra Turk is, uh, has been previously unreported in the, the operation that's become a political flashpoint. Um, last year, President Trump called it Spygate. Pretty good name for it. The decision to use her in the operation aimed at a presidential campaign uh, campaign official shows the lever, level of alarm inside the FBI during a frantic period when the Bureau was trying to determine the scope of Russia's attempts to disrupt the 2016 election, but could also give ammo, of course, to the president and supporters for their spying claims. Well, yeah, it's, is that not proof positive that the Trump campaign was spied upon? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the one thing they don't mention, because they don't even want you to consider this, did Barack Obama order it? I mean, Trump has always said Obama was spying on him. Then we find out, yeah, to the extent where they sent an FBI agent all the way to London to try to get information from them. I've never heard of this before. Maybe it's happened. I've never heard of it before. This is crazy stuff. Spokesman for the FBI declined to comment, as did a lawyer uh, for the... uh, 
FBI. Last year, Bill Bill Priestep, then the Bureau's top counterintelligence agent, agent who was uh, deeply involved in the Russia inquiry, told Congress during a closed-door hearing there was no FBI conspiracy against President Trump or his campaign. This hmm. is that deep state stuff that Mike Lee was talking about right yeah. here. Yes, it is. Like That, like, that actually existed. <clears throat> and Agencies within agencies <clears throat> of the government. Now we've got proof. <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you are having a hard time with uh, portions when you sit down to a meal, Riduzone could it could be just what you need to put you over the edge. Um, there is a stoplight in our body called OEA. It sends that signal to your brain that you're full now, <clears throat> and sometimes it's just not strong enough. Well, Riduzone is made of OEA. In fact, that's all that's in it. And so it helps send a stronger signal to your brain. You're full. Stop eating. And in my case, it, it, it ends the sentence with fatty. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really effective. Uh, and then it tells you to go look in a mirror and see what I'm talking about. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing <laughs> stuff. Rough. Plus, it's not a stimulant. You're not going to get all jittery from using it. There's no caffeine in it. Riduzone.com. Go there right now. Get a special offer. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Riduzone. At Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and uh, on Twitter at Pat Unleashed, where Abner Normal <laughs> tweets. <laughs> Yeah, that's your yeah. favorite one, isn't it? I bet people just call him Ab for short, Abnormal. Or Abe. Or Abe. <laughs> uh, when mentioning Democrat politicians, just substitute Democrats with lying sacks of crap, and everyone will know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to try that. So do we have, uh, how many How many candidates are in the uh, lying sacks of crap uh, field so far? Is it 21 now? Or 21 or lying sacks of crap mm-hmm. uh, going for president on the uh, left. Hangry Keith's favorite traffic camera. Tweets, Pat's clearly Mr. Twitter on the socials, but no one has ever accused him of being Mr. Instagram. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. But you are Mr. Twitter. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Occam's electric razor? (laughs) Wait, if Bernie Sanders has more campaign contributions than the rest of the candidates, shouldn't he distribute them equally among all the candidates? Uh, Yes. Nice job. Nice job. Uh, Occam's electric razor? Mm Mm-hmm. Pat's garbage guitar roadie. Oh, admit it, Pat. You're just jealous because CBS scored the big Michael Bennett interview and you could only get Mike Lee on your orange couch. <laughs> you caught me. Wow. I'm so transparent. Oh, look at the orange couch there. Your steely It looks like you can just oh, look feel at that. it's sad. It's sad when it knows we're talking about it. Just look well, at and it. nobody's on it. But oh, hold on. Hold that shot, Rob. Just, th- this is, the, uh, this is the, uh, the fireplace burn that, that Pat has talked about. Each side has oh, yeah. its own fireplace charring right here. <laughs> so. Which just, it gives the couch a certain That's a good look. je ne sais quoi, That's if you will. That's a good look on that couch there. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> uh, can we go back to that shot, too? Okay. Just to give you an idea of how much stuff. Look at the look at the countertop. Uh-huh. That's all the stuff, plus more on my computer. That's right. That's why we're so jam-packed. <laughs> filled to the gills. Uh, from Joe, Gropey Joe's Cafe. Watch out. 
for the Bennett Messamentum. <laughs> like Joe Mentum. Messamentum. Remember Joe Mentum? Yeah. What yeah, did he yeah. finish like? Uh, what was it? Uh, um, he finished in like third place or something in in uh, New Hampshire. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Who was it? Joe. Uh, come on, man. Al Gore's uh, running mate. Yeah, Joe, Joe. Lieberman. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And he called it Joe Mentum. <laughs> uh, Jeffy's Bondo Adventure. This Bennett guy makes John Kerry look like a firebrand. <laughs> You've got that right. Wow. There's a there's a chasm uh, between me and Michael Bennett. I, it's a terrible comparison. There's a, there's a chasm there. And had personally raped. Cut off, cut off ears, ears. Cut off heads. Heads. Taped wires, taped wires from portable to telephones to human, human genitals gen- and turned genitals. up the power. Ouch. Ouch. Cut off limbs. Blown up bodies. <laughs> Randomly shot Shut at it. civilians, raised villages in a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan, uh-huh. shot cattle and dogs for fun, uh-huh. poisoned foon stocks. That's maybe the worst of it all, when they poisoned the foon yeah. stocks. Yeah. And everybody's like, what happened to our foon? <laughs> yeah, we poisoned it. So and Americans have it came in here and took care of that. You're <laughs> That's welcome. how vindictive we are. That's how vengeful we are in the United States of America. We're not allowing you access to your phone anymore. And generally <clears throat> ravaged the countryside of South, South Vietnam. Vietnam. But, you know, look at the way it was dressed. Yeah. It was completely nude. It deserved <laughs> to be ravaged. Entire countryside. <clears throat> so that was the 2004 Lying Sack of Crap nominee. Uh, that we just heard from there. That that was on fire, mm-hmm. like this firebrand, Michael Bennett. Boy. By the way, 2004 was also the last time a Republican won the presidency and the popular vote. That's why that's why Democrats are so pissed off right now. Because with George W. in mm-hmm. 2000 and with Trump in 2016, and that really hurt him. <laughs> they just did not expect that to happen. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, they let's see. Hold on. What was the other one? Eighteen seventy-six. Is that the last time it happened before? Uh, mm, I don't know. I'm Trump? not sure. Yeah. Might have been. I don't know. Let's see. Can't be that hard to find. There's something called yeah. uh, a newfangled deal. Go- see, go- see, that's go- what it play. is. The Democrats are still smarting from the Samuel Tilden eighteen seventy-six <laughs> election when they had four point three million votes to uh, Rutherford B. Hayes's uh, mere four point. Oh three six million votes, and uh, jeez. So they're still smarting from that. <clears throat> so hold on. So all three uh, has there been others? Um, so any time that the popular been, vote four has it been five? Is it always the Republicans that come out ahead? I'm not sure, <laughs> but apparently good it trivia in that case as well, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, um, Congress a little upset with William Barr. Attorney General Barr not showing up at the hearing yesterday. I think he'd had enough of the grilling and the <laughs> insanity and the insults and the in- insinuation and all of that stuff. So he said, yeah, I'm not I'm not going through this again. Good luck with your little hearing there. Uh, but it was fascinating the other day when Dianne Feinstein was grilling uh, William Barr. You've got to take a look at that exchange. <laughs> this is fun. But you still have a situation where a president essentially tries to change the lawyer's account in order to prevent further criticism of himself. Well, that's not a crime. (laughs) Oh, okay. 
<laughs> That's so great how she's just dumbfounded. Let's see that one more time. That's just plain fun. That's good old-fashioned fun. The look on her but face. you still have a situation <laughs> where a president uh-huh. essentially tries to change essentially. the, the yeah. lawyer's okay. account in order to prevent further criticism of himself. Well, that's not a crime. <laughs> you know what to do with that, Senator? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> well, that's not a crime. Well, yeah, but we didn't like it. Yeah. So since I don't like it, <laughs> let's impeach him right now. In fact, we don't like this president. So anyway, uh, put that in your pipe. Smoke it. Smoke it. Except there's no smoking in this building, so I guess not. Never mind. <laughs> it's just, man, they need something. They want anything. Yeah. Just give us something, AG Bar. Well, because they, they really do have nothing. This is a, it's a non-issue now. I wish we could move on, but of course we're not going to. And uh, Jerry Nadler yesterday, House Judiciary Committee Chairman, threatened to hold uh, AG Bar in contempt of Congress because he didn't show up. So that'll be fun too, and I'm I'm sure they will because they're they're that spiteful. How dare you defy us? We are the elites. Don't you understand who it is you're dealing with? <sighs> and then the stupidity of Representative Steve Cohen yesterday from from Tennessee, uh, because <clears throat> William Barr wasn't there, he brought with him a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh-huh. While lawmakers in the press waited to see if he'd show up on the Hill, uh, he then left the bucket along with a ceramic chicken on the table where Barr would have been. <laughs> it's stupid. So, so dumb. Oh, do, do we? Yep, yeah, there it is, right there. There's your little photo wow. of what a clever little trick that was. That now, see, really technically, something. can we get that first shot you had of uh, Steve Cohen? I'd like to look at it. See, technically, he has more hair than me, but uh-huh. it's just not placed well. He's got a mullet going on, so you're bald with a mullet. I'm not sure that. Yeah. I'm not sure that works. Also, the uh, the shine from his bald head uh-huh. is enough to burn your retina. I'm getting there. That's true. Wow. I'm getting there with that shine. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, we've been telling you about <clears throat> home title lock for a while. And I know what happens in these things. You, you hear it at the time and you think, oh my gosh, yeah, I don't want that to happen to me. I got to get on that. And then you put it off and it doesn't get done. And in the meantime, thieves are doing their darndest to find your title online and steal it from you. As happened in this particular case, I thought I had an okay renter in one of my homes. Boy, was I wrong. The police called it title fraud. My tenant forged his name, his name onto my home's title. You wouldn't think you'd be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But it, it is pretty easy for these guys who know what they're doing. Then he borrowed $200,000 using my property as collateral. And he took off. And I didn't find out anything about this until I got a foreclosure notice. You just don't want this <clears throat> to, have to, to happen to you. And then have to deal with it. And it's really tough to reverse. So go to HomeTitleLock.com while you're thinking about it. Register your home. 
They'll throw in a free title scan and report. $100 value, you'll get that up front for free. So get some peace of mind that this can't happen to you. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Uh, Yesterday, of course, was Helium Thursday. And uh, we've got some great people who just... Just to celebrate uh, Helium Thursday, which <laughs> yeah. we weren't even doing it on the show. It was on my appearance with Glenn that he was doing that. Yeah. So anyway. Dan does uh, at the Dream Shape. Dan took this and ran with it. <laughs> and yesterday, <laughs> he put Al Sharpton on some helium and fun ensued. But resist, we must. <laughs> we must and we will much about that. Be commit. <laughs> Suspect Jahar Sanaev Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. The show Rush Limbaugh host <laughs> Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Is Mike is Mike uh, Mercury yesterday Antonini Antonini Scalia. Bane is a problem. Come on. The GOP's tax day giveaway to millionaires. Why was <laughs> traffic problems email sent? Good question. No Good question. shortly uh that's that's really good great job thank Dan. you for that dan triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and pat unleashed on twitter you know is conspicuously missing on this list of uh of campaign cash on hand from these democrats it goes all the way from bernie sanders down to um wayne messam who's only collected 40 Eighty-four thousand dollars. Slow starter. I mean, it's a Very marathon. Slow. Pat. Yeah, come on. You know who's not listed at all is Eric Swalwell. Has he not raised it above eighty-four thousand dollars? Okay, hold on. I'm gonna look this up. As Hang important on. as Eric is, uh-huh. with that incredible reminder that oh, he gave us, he that he is. you know, I mean, he he more than thinks, uh, Keith. He knows how how important he is. He's the one who pointed out to us that the word woman. That's true. Doesn't appear in the U.S. Constitution. But you know what? We should thank him for that because at least it has people talking about the Constitution. So I say we capitalize this and take an opportunity to educate Americans about what is in the Constitution and maybe more importantly, what's not in it. 
Um, you know, when we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I, I didn't mention the fact that the word beaver is conspicuously missing from the U.S. Constitution. Oh, we got to fix that. In fact, the word beaver is not in any of our founding documents. We should have paid, I'll tell you this, we should have paid better attention to Barack Obama when he reminded us. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. That obviously was Michelle reminding us about that. Here's what Barack mentioned um, about this incredible problem. But I think it is an imperfect document, and I think it is right. a document <clears throat> that reflects uh, some deep flaws, deep flaws. Uh, in uh, American culture. Okay, so we got deep flaws. We should have paid better attention to the deep flaws, right? Because how can it not be deeply flawed when beavers are completely left out? But okay, <laughs> in all seriousness. Oh, you weren't being, wait. I thought... No, I, I am, but okay. even more seriously. More serious than that serious <clears throat> thought. We should, we should expand on this and talk about other things that are not in the Constitution. For instance, the phrase separation of church and state, not in the Constitution. It's a phrase that's recited so frequently, it's become ingrained in our collective sensibility. That speaking of God in a government building or saying a prayer at school is unconstitutional. They're not. The Supreme Court can make all the faulty decisions they want. It doesn't change the fact that the Establishment Clause is really clear and concise. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Period. The end. Anything short of that is constitutional. Well, you can't. You can't show favoritism or, or over one religion? Over another? Well... Yeah, there's nothing about that in the Constitution. Well, what if, what if people are offended by a display on government property? Tough. Don't look at it. <laughs> it's just that simple. You know, you know what else is not in the Constitution? Abortion. There is zero right to an abortion in the Constitution. In fact, quite the opposite. Just read the preamble. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Establish this constitution for the United States of America. So who is our posterity? Our children, both born and unborn. And they have been guaranteed the right to life and liberty by the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Another thing not in the Constitution, health care. As much as Democrats scream about health care as a right, no, it isn't. There's no right to free health care. There's no right to a free college education. There's no right to a guaranteed income. And why is that? Why? What an oversight. Nope. Uh, our brilliant founders made the Constitution a charter of negative liberties. It spells out what the government can't do to its citizens. And by limiting the power of the government, they maximize the freedom we have. The freedom the people can enjoy. 
it allows us to just take our hard-earned work on our talent as far as we possibly can. It enables the people while keeping the government at bay so they can't get in your way. And they, they knew that the government would do everything they could to get in your way. So if you had a charter of positive liberties, you can't possibly name them all, right? You can't, you can't foresee every little thing that the government is going to try to do, which is why it is a charter of negative liberties. You can't do these things to the people. Just really simple and, and basic. So yeah, Eric Swalwell, let's talk about the things that are not in the U.S. Constitution. Let's have that conversation in America because there is a con- unlike race there's a conversation that we have rarely if ever had certainly not since the constitution was written and ratified 888-933-93 amazing information and update on uh, Ka- former Kansas City chief Tyreek Hill and his abuse of his son um pretty amazing we'll share that with you plus a lot more here on Pack Ray Unleashed. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. And if you'd like to reach us, 888 you can tweet us at Pat Unleashed. Uh, Tyler Morgan tweets, Bald with a mullet is a skullet for future reference. Oh, I like skullet. That's, I yeah, I didn't know that yeah. one. You got a bald mullet, a skullet. Skullet. <laughs> That's your representative, Steve Cohen of Tennessee. There he is. Look <laughs> With at that. a skullet. That's there. a handsome man right there. Oh, yeah. Bringing fried chicken bucket of KFC into the house chambers. Yeah, I can see his implication there is that William Barr's a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Same to you, but twice as much more of it. There it is. That's, That's so ridiculous. Theater yep. For you. Uh, Pat, fat, hathead, Kristen tweets, I haven't seen Democrats this unhinged since yesterday. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Pat's orange couch should announce its candidacy for the 2020 election. Uh, That's a great idea. That is a great idea. I like it a lot. Uh, How Um, can we raise money for it? We'll set up a GoFundMe page for the orange couch. We could probably do better than... uh, uh, was it Wayne Messam mm-hmm. and his eighty four thousand dollars? Yeah. Uh, interesting <laughs> letter that <clears throat> was just sent to the NFL on behalf of Kansas City Chief Tyreek Hill. Now, if you missed this, he uh, was accused of of abusing his son, and his he and his girlfriend were in Dubai for some reason, and they were walking through the airport terminal. And just started this discussion that somebody recorded. I assume the girlfriend. Do we do we still have that um, access to that conversation? Oh, okay. They're going to look for that here. So, as a result of that conversation that was played, um, the Kansas City Chiefs have kind of suspended him right now. I don't think they've made a, a permanent decision on him yet. He's not with the team. They're trying to figure right. out, get some more facts on this. That Which is smart. Yeah, and I guess the local uh, DA said, look, we're not going <laughs> to... We're not going to charge anybody because it's hard to figure out who did this. And we were thinking, are you kidding me? Right. What it's do you mean? The pretty audio obvious. was pretty clear. Uh, he's talking about... Anyway, let's... See. Yeah, here's the audio. Then why did say daddy did it? Why? Why did 
Say daddy did it. I don't know. He says daddy does a lot of things. Like what? A three-year-old's not going to lie about what happened to his arm. Okay. And then there was a kind of a nasty little segment where she says he's he's a, he's frightened of you or scared to death of you or yeah. something. He and is he's terrified of you. Is. Terrified. And yeah. you say that he respects you, but it's not it's he not respect. Me. It's terrified. He is terrified well, of terrified. you. You need to be terrified of me too. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, eh, that's that's not good. Not good. Um, and she seems very convincing. She does. Uh, she's saying she's uh, uh, she sounds very believable. I'll just leave it at that. Like, and it seems like he's developed a pattern, <clears throat> and maybe she's even part of the pattern based on what he said there. Uh, well, now this is an interesting little twist. Four-page letter, uh, and a copy was obtained by the Associated Press, and so Hill. Tyreek Hill now categorically denies he's ever punched his son in the chest or anywhere on his body or otherwise touched him in the chest in a mean-spirited manner. The NFL has declined to comment. The Chiefs have declined to comment. But listen to this uh, new exchange. And I guess this was between the couple. A forensic examiner has, has looked through all kinds of text messages from Tariq and the girlfriend. And in one of those exchanges, Tariq Hill tells his girlfriend after their trip to Dubai, Crystal, you know I didn't cause any bruising or harm to our son, but for some reason I still may be charged. Girlfriend replies, I know you didn't. I did. I hurt our son. I'm the one that did it. I was hurt and mad, so I blamed you for everything. Uh, <laughs> what wow. is happening now? I'll tell you exactly what uh-huh. seems to be happening. <laughs> In my opinion. In my opinion, yes. Not to besmirch anybody's character. Uh-huh. Because I don't know. I wasn't there. Nope. We know the kid has a broken arm. <laughs> okay. Very sad. Yep. I don't. We don't know who did it. Mm-hmm. And she <laughs> claims right here, he didn't, I, and she knows it. But she did it. She did it. You don't suppose there's a chance, do you, that he said, uh, (laughs) hey, Crystal, this is costing me my NFL career and tens of millions of dollars Mm -hmm. from which you would benefit as well. Yes. My career goes down the tube. So does my livelihood. Uh, You might want to say that you did it. (laughs) <laughs> if you want to live a really comfortable lifestyle for the rest of your life, uh, you might want to send this text. <laughs> Is that possible? That there was a little conversation along those lines? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you can just imagine the scenario. You can just imagine how that went down. And I think we'll do that now. <laughs> In a segment we'd like to call Douchebag Theater. Personally raped. Wait. No. Well, actually, that kind of worked. That was a different douchebag. <laughs> hey, uh, Crystal. Uh, I, You know I didn't cause any bruising or harm to our son, but for some reason, I still may be charged and might lose millions of dollars in contract money. I know you didn't. <laughs> I did. I hurt 
our son. I'm right. the one that did it. Yes. I was hurt and mad. So did you blame me for everything? So I blamed you for everything. <laughs> I knew it. Why don't you now tell everybody that is the case? I think I will. Now, of course, we don't have any. We don't have any inside knowledge. That's oh, wait, how it went down. Wait, there's more here, Tyreek. When I get out of prison, will you still love me? <laughs> of course, I will, honey. I know it was just a one-time incident, and that you would never hurt our son. I will. You know, as a rule, to be a better person. Seriously, if she's not married, what's a guarantee she's going to be there a part no of guarantee. making those millions with him when she gets out of jail? Thank you for joining us for this episode of Douchebag Theater. I mean... So obvious, man. So obvious. To me. To me. Maybe not a jury, because it's 2019 and I have no idea. Yeah. But this is... And you'd love to believe it, because I I, I don't know. I I hate it when these guys throw their lives away like that. When they've got so much promise, they have the world by the tail. You can do anything now. You're going to make millions of dollars. You could be set up for life. You could really help people. You know, you can get involved in your community. You can get involved in charities. You could set up another business so that you're you're going to do well after football is over. And the whole world is opened up to you. And then, you know, all you have to do is conduct yourself with basic human decency and you're going to be fine. And they can't seem to do it. Don't assault little kids. Kind of like a, a good rule of thumb. Yeah. And then the realization sinks in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the Chiefs just dumped him. And he may never work in the NFL again, ever. And so both of them are like, yeah, okay, we better get that text going. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll turn it over to the prosecutors. Yeah, we'll reluctantly give up our cell phones. Um <laughs> But man, I, I want to say uh, this is under protest. Yeah. Okay. In fact, when you open it up, I it may just be conveniently uh, open to that text uh, where she admits it. Yeah, I'm sure everything you need is right there, officer. In fact, let me just uh, unlock the phone for you here. And okay, there you go. Oh, look at that. that what a coincidence. That the... <laughs> I think everything you need is right there on the screen for you, sir. <laughs> Wow. Uh, 888-933-93. Going to be interesting to see how that Yes, it is. How that turns out. A Maryland woman's discovery in an old piano more than 25 years ago uh, really paid off this week. The M101-4 Babe Ruth rookie card she found in a wow. stuck pedal in the piano. The piano she bought for 25 bucks. $25. So then, stuck in the pedal, they find this Babe Ruth rookie card, and they sold it at an auction this week for $130,053. Mm. She found the card in 1992 in her aunt's piano and kept it secret until deciding to sell it this year. Mm. Really smart. Wow. Yeah. Her aunt kept the piano uh, in her home, though Kelly noted... She never remembers it working. It was kept in the family after uh, the death of the aunt and then put in a family estate sale in 1992. She paid 25 bucks for it. Since she wanted to play it, she had a friend come over to fix the pedal and tune it. Uh, then they found the problem. 112 baseball cards were jammed inside the pedal. Wow. <laughs> she 
she told, she said her father or uncle, you know, likely stashed the cards to keep them from being thrown out by Nora, who was a neat freak. (laughs) That's awesome. So then uh, she says she decided to auction it all off to help care for her brother's medical condition. Really and buy a new vehicle as her truck is breaking down. That's, That's really nice. Cool. It's a great story. That is cool. That's like a dream everybody has. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, finding something at a garage sale or an estate sale or whatever, and something valuable is jammed into it that nobody knew about. Yeah, and that'd it be nice. Sounds like nice. she's very lucky because if the aunt was, you know, estate sale. Anyone could have walked off with that piano for cheap. Oh yeah, but she got in there before you know everything went public. That could have been so discovered by someone completely unrelated to the family, and then she'd be one hundred and thirty thousand dollars poorer. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. I, I absolutely that's really cool. Yeah, I, I always Love want those stories. I always want to go and buy like a stupid picture of like a potted plant. Mm-hmm. You peel off the back, and there's an original constitution in there mm-hmm. oh that's a dream man growing up in my in my home uh, in back on the mean streets of mm. helena yeah my parents had this old painting that they don't know where they got they couldn't remember where they got it or how much it cost but somebody came over one time and was supposedly an art aficionado and they said oh my gosh you've got a so-and-so and we're like well i, I don't know do we Yes, that's an original so and so. You got to play it cool. You be like, "Yep, yep." Huh. Just keep it here in the family room. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should go have that appraised. I think it might be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh no! Well, uh, they never really got around to it, which is kind of weird. Um, but when my mom died, and my dad's been gone for you know since nineteen ninety seven, so we finally took it into somebody, and it really was worth whoa thirty eight dollars. <laughs> So, uh, so when did that's this... without the frame, though. <laughs> that's without the frame. The frame would probably bring another. When did this stranger come into your life? <laughs> years ago. So for how years many ago. years were y'all thinking? We're thinking, well, man, one day we're onto something. We man. always have that. Uh, <laughs> we always have that potted plant uh-huh. painting to fall uh, back on. Uh-huh. Oh, that hurts, man. <laughs> it does. You should have. You know what? You should have yeah. shipped it to this guy. Here, <laughs> yeah, go sell this at auction at uh, Sotheby's. It'd be great. You're you're gonna be set for lunch, maybe <laughs> the depending shipping, on where you go. The shipping would have cost more than the painting. <laughs> maybe you can go to Chick Fil A with this. Oh, I don't know. Oh, nice. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust dot coms because selling or buying a home is really tough. It's a process that you, you don't want to have to navigate. And you don't like giving a percentage of the money to the agent. But uh, it's really important to have a great agent. It really is. Because if your home sits on the market for a long time, you're just going to lose value. People are going to wonder what's wrong with it. I mean, that's a first thought we had. In fact, when we came to, uh, when we came to live in Dallas-Fort Worth, and we looked at the first house we looked at uh was had been built and then nobody lived there and it had been i think three years we're like wow we love the house but we thought mm, something must be wrong with this so we looked at 50 more homes and didn't like any of them as much as the first one came back and finally that's the one we bought hmm. <laughs> and really you know it's great i don't know why it's sat there but the perception drives down the price right and that's why we got the house at a really at a, for a really good deal 
And realtors have to know that kind of stuff. They got to know the market. They have to know the comparables in the neighborhood. It's all important. They can't do this part-time or dabble in it. It's got to be a real commitment that they have. Plus, all of these agents at realestateagentsitrust.com are fans of of the show. And so uh, they have a lot in common with you. Don't hire a friend or a relative that just doesn't work out. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Good to see people are uh, up in arms <laughs> over Captain Marvel. What? Well, do you know that a white woman is playing Captain Marvel? Whoa. You can't have that. That's just so, so very wrong. It's time to destroy all copies of that movie. <clears throat> Why are there white people? Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, that's I a good point. I hate that there are white people. Why? I'm with you. We wouldn't have a, a white problem if it weren't for all these white people. Huh. And here's another one. Yes, she's a woman, but she's white. Brie Larson plays Captain Marvel. Well, there's a demand now um, by several groups. They want her to step down from the role uh, and prove that she's an ally to social justice. All right. By ensuring that a gay woman of color plays the role. So a a black lesbian must be Captain Marvel. I don't know why. Was the original? Was the original Captain Marvel a black lesbian? I'm being told no. Was the original Captain Marvel black? I don't know. Yes or no? I think they, anybody know. I think they made some sort of. Um, uh, she made an appearance. It looks like, in a long time ago, huh. in one okay. thing, and then apparently uh, slipped off into obscurity after several name changes, and uh, the character changed quite a bit. But before it, you know, before she had her own line, if you will, her own mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. And then once that came around, when they actually made her into a character, it looks like, oh my gosh, a she was woman? a white woman. Oh no, <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so I, I, I'm not sure how the how that makes any sense. That you must, I, I guess, all characters now do they all have to be gay women? Maybe that's the deal. Maybe every new movie character has to be gay, a transvestite, a transgendered person, or um, a person of color. No more white people in movies, please. Okay, we're just done with white people. Well, we actually had that said. one director say... Uh, he, oh, he, he can't w- imagine ever yeah, giving a role? casting a white man. Yeah, anybody yeah. white doesn't even need to apply and stuff. So great. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in an upside-down world, as I think you know. Um, founding fathers are also under attack right now. Students at Hofstra University are demanding... That the Thomas Jefferson statue on on campus mm-hmm. be removed from Good. the campus. Yeah, the statue uh, has been the center of controversy on the campus. It's been defaced with the word "decolonize" and Black Lives Matter signs and stickers on it. Uh, so the, there's a big protest now uh, every year, and in fact, multiple times a year, about getting rid of it. They stand around the 
around the statue and demand that it be torn down. Wow. Go study. It is about what the statue represents. A legacy of racism and bigotry on college campuses. That's what Thomas Jefferson represents to you? Jeez. The organizers of this are students from Hofstra and some staff members from Planned Parenthood of Nassau County. Oh. So you know they're quality individuals. <laughs> Look, I, I, who am I to judge? I'm just saying these people are going to burn in the fires of hell. That's all. I mean, I... You're not judging anyone's soul. No, 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 I'm not. You're just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) I am so tired of the Thomas Jefferson hatred, the George Washington hatred, which there also is. We've got this story uh, about a Northern California public school. They may remove a mural of George Washington from the halls of, get this, George Washington High School. (laughs) Yes! Because of concerns, it's offensive and demeaning to Native Americans and African Americans. I mean, open up a book. A working group determined the mural, made up of uh, several panels, traumatizes students and community members. If it traumatizes these little darlings, they need to just stay home. Okay, homeschool them where nothing bad can ever happen. And they can see only what's on the walls of your home. Don't let them stray outside ever for any reason. (laughs) So tired of this. Advocates for keeping the mural say that removing it ignores the intent of the artist and represents an attempt to erase history. Yeah, well, I mean... Somebody said once. And Barack um, knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are going to have to change our conversation. Conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, traditions our history. Our we're going to have to move into a different place. Huh. So I guess what we ask ourselves is, is removing a statue of Thomas Jefferson and erasing a mural of George Washington, isn't that fulfilling everything she just said there and more? It absolutely is. This is what this is about. In 1936, this artist, uh, Victor Amatov, painted the 13 panels that make up the life of Washington. Hmm. Keep in mind, again, this is George Washington High School. (laughs) I mean, it's a detail (laughs) you want to add in there. uh, He was a prominent Russian-American painter who created the murals as part of a Works Project Administration project undertaken by the New Deal. Wait a minute. So something good came of the New Deal. I was about to say, I was on the side of leaving the mural up until I found out it was a make-work project. That's amazing. (laughs) Jeez. The group has held four public meetings uh, between December 2018 and February 2019. So in just a few months, they've already had four public meetings. All right. And got input. And the group's recommendation, archive the mural to pro, uh, to protect the experience of students. So they, To protect the experience they wanna, of students. Yeah, they want to paint over it. Uh, I maybe, I don't know, maybe you could educate these little darlings, these little deers, these little dumplings, on uh, who these guys really were and what they were all about and where they would be without them. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Good golly. It's, 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 sometimes it just feels like we need, to turn, we need to turn the country off. We just need to shut it off. Somebody find the on-off switch and just flip it down. Flip it down. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, the last one out is turn off the country when you're done. All right. But before we do that, though, can we please make sure that Captain Marvel is a person of color? Yes. Thank you for that. Yes. A lesbian. Yes. We may not turn off the country until we get a black lesbian to play Captain Marvel because that's really important to all of us. Mm-hmm. To all of us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So, if you are the uh, person who believes in abortion in sanctuary cities, well, then Verizon and AT and T they're fine for you because those companies then are doing what you want with your money. They're giving it to Planned Parenthood and donating to uh, pro illegal causes. Big Mobile has given millions of dollars to these ca- causes, and every month you help finance it. So anyway, that's why Patriot Mobile was created because they knew you could get, they could offer you the same great nationwide coverage for less money and without the unintended consequences uh, of the big mobile companies. They take a portion of your proceeds, up to 5% of the bill that you send them every month, and they donate to really great causes, pro-life causes. They, they donate to pro-freedom causes. If you're afraid to switch, don't be. It's really easy. And again, plans start as low as $25 a month, and you're supporting causes you actually believe in. Call 1-800-APATRIOT or visit online, patriotmobile.com slash blaze, for free activation today. 1-800-APATRIOT or at patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Pat Gray, Unleashed. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, This movement to remove statues, uh, to paint over murals of founding fathers. It's just so agonizing. So important that we educate these kids, this generation, on who these people were and what they did. And help them understand, okay, how could they have been slave owners and still be really quality individuals. Help them understand that this was a system that was afflicted on this continent by the British. And once we won our independence, it had already been so ingrained that you had the economy of the South that absolutely depended on it. So in order to not lose the South, keep a union together, and start this country. And I think most of us can agree, the greatest country there's ever been, it was worth saving, worth keeping together, worth founding. And so they couldn't immediately get rid of slavery. But they got rid of it faster than any other country on Earth. How long did Britain have the slave trade? 400 years? We had it for... What, 70? Yeah, and wasn't that one of the things that Thomas Jefferson was trying to list as a grievance against the king? Yes. Um, that yes. was one of the and many the, things. And because of the South, he had to take it out. Yeah, and and and, and always remind your friends, wasn't it um, Elbridge Jerry who uh, sarcastically said, you know what, if they're, uh, the South wanted, wanted the slaves to count for representation. 
and right. wanted to, that would help them yes. in Congress. One to one. And and Elbridge Jerry was like, but whoa, I thought you said they were property. They're not human beings, right? So why don't we just count the chairs down there? Yeah. And and you can use that to apportion Congress. So you've got you've got a lot of um, facts to show that these founding fathers were not racist. In fact, Thomas Jefferson couldn't even sell his slaves because of Virginia law. Yeah, or get, or, upon or, his death, or, or he, he could couldn't. Not. He couldn't get rid of them. He couldn't just send them, make them free. It was illegal to to free your slaves. To free them. That's what I meant to say. Yes, mm-hmm. and it just you have the facts on your side. If people would take two seconds to engage and listen, there was a really short window where, when you died, you it was okay uh, by Virginia law to free your slaves, which George Washington did upon his death. Then they repealed that law. And especially if you had debt at the, at the end of your life, there was no way you could free your slaves. And that was the case for Thomas Jefferson. Uh, so we always hear this, well, they're flawed, they're complicated. Yeah, everybody's flawed and complicated. But the things they did, I mean, these were 56 of the best men ever gathered together on this planet at the same time. And to see them dragged through the mud by all these idiotic college students and high school students, it's just uh, we should we shouldn't we shouldn't be putting up with this. We should be educating them. Let's help them understand why why our history is so important. Stop trying to change it. They are a product of one hundred years of progressive education in yeah, this country. They sure are, and. It really shows. And that's why so many of them uh, are these pro-abortion activists that uh, we just saw in San Antonio yesterday. Jeez. Planned Parenthood supporters infiltrated this, uh, I guess they call it a fetus graveyard. Uh, some pro-life people put up little crosses for all the babies that, to represent the babies that had been aborted. And so these Planned Parenthood supporters showed up, and here's here's what they did. We have an officer, a couple of officers on site. Apparently, I can't stand in grass and get the cops called. I love advocating for abortion. My uterus loves advocating for abortion. How am I infringing on your free speech? Are we stopping you from talking? I can't hear y'all. When I say plant, you say parenthood. Plant, parenthood, plant, parenthood. When I say we get the idea wow okay that's just evil yeah it's just evil why would you be that happy about 
ending the life of your of your of your baby. Why? It's such a weird again, this is a death cult. They are part of a death cult, an evil death cult. I mean, I can see if you thoughtfully had an abortion because, you know, who knows the things that are going on in your life. Uh, but this person, these girls are excited about it, happy about it, proud of it. And she's chanting, I'm so slutty, I got pregnant and I had an abortion. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. And then she says, and Jesus still loves me. Well, yeah, that's true. He's not happy with you right now. That's for sure. <laughs> He's not happy with your abortion. But does he love you? Yeah, sure. I love my kids, too, when they when they do stupid things. But I'm not happy about the stupid things they're going to do, that they're doing. And I'm going to chastise them for it. And there's no shame at all. None. Just, I mean, they are proud. They are gloating. That is just, that's heinous, It's man. despicable, and it's it's evil. It really is. This abortion thing has come so far, so fast. Wow. I mean, what happened to safe, legal, and rare? Nobody likes abortion. We're always told that by the left. Hey, look, nobody loves abortion. Nobody likes abortion. It's just a necessary thing we have to do sometimes because the woman has to have the right to choose. That's out the window. Yeah. Yeah, people do love abortion. They just showed you they love abortion. I think what we're seeing happening now is that those that were pro-abortion mm-hmm. were winning. Uh, of all these years, for the last mm-hmm. 50 years, had hardly any resistance Yeah, they whatsoever. had the argument to themselves. Yeah, we wouldn't talk about it. We didn't want to yep. confront. We're not going to change anyone's mind. Why even have a conversation about it? It's made them rabid. And now that people are pushing back and there's been legislation that have defended life mm-hmm. and there is a movie and there's a cultural push and, and polls have changed and now p- more people in America are pro-life than pro-abortion. Uh, now they are feeling like they're back into a corner and they are, they're showing their teeth and they are so over the top now, but that I think is what this is a product of. Speaking of which, speaking of, uh, movies, if, uh, unplanned is still showing somewhere in, in your area, go see it this weekend. It is so good. Such a worthy movie to be seen. And, and it will help people understand. If you have anybody on the fence about this, I doubt any abortion activists like those buffoons would be moved by unplanned. Uh, they, first of all, they wouldn't consider going. But if you got somebody who's you know serious and thoughtful, take them to see unplanned. The movie's made seventeen million dollars. It's done okay. It's done pretty well. Mm-hmm. It only cost six million to make, but that should be a hundred million dollar movie. Yeah. Uh, 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let's go to Justin in California. Hey, Justin. Bingo. You got it. Mm-hmm. Nice job. All right. Tell us, uh, tell us what, what your bingo was. Where did it start and end? It's good morning, Americans. It's Friday. Right. Mm-hmm. Time to turn the country off. Mm-hmm. You mentioned douche on several occasions. <laughs> the center square, yes. <laughs> uh, Jeffy, think about it. Okay. Earlier this week. Right. And 
I'm not judging anyone's soul. I'm not judging anybody's soul, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but Justin, let's let's take two on this. As uh, a little subtle with your bingo declaration at the opening of the call, can we have a little excitement this okay. time? Yeah, I'm totally excited. So then, you need to yell bingo a little louder. Bingo. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's fine. So what do you want from uh, shop.theblaze.com, Justin? <laughs> Well, you can never have too many mugs. Well, that's Don't for sure. Mug. All right. Excellent. Hang on a second. We'll get the yeah. uh, pertinent information from there you. There it is. There it is. And there 12 it is. bucks if you uh, don't win bingo. Like the... Uh, that's half the price. Overexcited Justin in California. Half the price of a Joe Biden mug. Less than half the price. All right. Because so, it's 25 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. For the Joe Biden. Uh, okay. Let's go to... Uh, who do we... Uh, Rick in Tennessee. You're on the blaze. Hi. Oh, no, okay. he dropped off. Rick dropped off. We yeah. lost him. Oh, man. We lost him. That stinks. We were just getting to know Rick. He was going to help us uh, run the campaign to now get he's the gone. couch as the uh, 2020 nominee. No, <laughs> was the Democrats. he? Was he volunteering to maybe be the campaign manager? Yeah. And I can tell you, Need you know, one. next week, uh, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to call in and try then, um, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure there's still. No, now we're being. Wow. I guess he is there. I tell you what. Now we've already Martin. blown the excitement. See, Martin. Hello. All right, Rick. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, yeah. guys. Thank morning. God it's Friday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one heck of a week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, two things mm-hmm. I wanted to bring up. One is, um, you know, being from Tennessee, I am really disgusted about our representative Steve Cohen representing us with his chicken jokes there at the yeah. hearing oh, yep. sure. and the other thing was i definitely support the orange couch yeah. running for president <laughs> and for funding i think you should check the couch cushions oh oh let me check, let me check. Uh, that's a good idea you never uh, know you never know thanks rick appreciate it so we got it here uh, oh, we, got a, we got a coffee stain, and we got plenty of dirt got, and grime and got a paper clip. crap and corruption underneath it and we've oh, got yeah. uh, whatever Jeffy ate in here last week. Nobody's vacuumed under that since that thing was built in, like, 1912. <laughs> I can't believe you touched it. Who knows what <laughs> kind of well, nasty living organisms are on that Thankfully, thing. I'm getting my shots later today, <laughs> so it works out nicely. All right, let me tell you about Home Title Lock. Uh, this is something I didn't even know about a year ago. I, I had no idea. You, people can steal your house? What? So that, what, do they back up a trailer and... <laughs> lift it up off the foundation and drive yeah. away you from it. You think you would notice it happening, You would think right? you would notice, and that would be a difficult process. <laughs> yeah, it isn't. Uh, they don't have to do any of that. They just go online, find your title, transfer it to a, a quick title deed in your state. They forge your signature. You'll be amazed how easy all that is. Um, and how good your signature looks when they've forged it. When Home Title Lock showed me uh, the process... And they, they found my title online. I gave them almost no information. They found it anyway. And there was I was looking right at my signature, and I thought, yeah, that's my signature. Man. How'd you get that? Now nah, we forged it. So if you don't want this to happen to you, go to HomeTitleLock.com for pennies a day. They'll put a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. Um, and if you go there now, you can find out if your title's already been tampered with. At HomeTitleLock.com. They'll give you a free title scanner report just for signing up. HomeTitleLock.com. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. 
Oh, guess what? Remember the statement from AOC that the Veterans Administration isn't broken, so we're not going to fix it. There are some veterans who actually disagree with that. Really? Yeah. Wait, disagree but with what do her? they know? What do they know? Who dares uh, disagree with AOC? They're not AOC. They don't know. <laughs> veterans of all political stripes overwhelmingly support reform that would allow military health benefits to be used outside the VA healthcare system, according to a new poll. Reform efforts have come under scrutiny in recent weeks due to comments made by AOC. Uh, If it ain't broke, don't fix it, she said. The idea that this thing isn't broken, this thing that provides the highest quality care to our veterans somehow needs to be fixed, optimized, tinkered with until you don't even recognize it anymore, (laughs) is a myth. But we need to not be recognizable. That's a problem. (laughs) She's... Uh, and she doubled down on it this last weekend, uh, and again called it a myth. An overwhelming majority of veterans kind of disagree with her. <laughs> but what do you mean by overwhelming? What are you talking about? 55, 60% of veterans? Um, 90%. Wow. You don't see that uh, in any poll. 90% of people don't agree on anything. Seriously, you could say the sky is blue. 90% of people wouldn't agree. I don't know. You'd get that. Uh, But 90% of veterans support having the choice to use their VA healthcare benefits outside of the existing system. Why? Because for so many of them, the system sucks. It's inevitable. It's run by the government. It literally kills our veterans. When veterans were notified in the poll that choosing to go outside the VA system for care could lead to additional out-of-pocket costs. They still supported it at 79%. Huh. Maybe AOC should have talked to some of these guys before she spouted off. Well, if you know everything, why are you going to waste your time talking to other people? That's true. That's true. Both veterans who identify as Republicans, who voted for it, who said 93% that they disagree with AOC, and Democrats... 88% they all supported uh, increased choice. 92% of senior citizens also uh, support the option. So, hmm, I'm surprised that she was wrong about something. I don't think that we've ever found anything she's been right about, though, uh, come to think of it. Is there one thing on which we agree with Um, AOC? Yeah, you know me. Hmm. I don't think so. Uh, speaking of disagreeing with these politicians, 75% of Americans also disagree with Bernie Sanders' plan to let every U.S. prisoner vote. Now, that should be higher. That should be 98%. 100%. But roughly 75% of people don't agree with Sanders that all prisoners should have voting rights. Wow. Overall, 35% said current inmates should be allowed to vote, but most of those people said this should only apply to nonviolent offenders. Hmm. 24% of people believe those convicted of violent offenses should be permanently disenfranchised, even after release from prison. You know, I, I mean, that's a tough one. Once you paid your debt to society, yeah. you know, maybe you get your voting rights back. We talk about that, but I certainly don't want to talk about people voting while they're in prison. That I mean, that is just dumb. 
It's asinine. <laughs> it I, is. I don't see how anyone could get on board with that. I but boy, don't he's, he's adamant. I, I, I know. He's stuck to it. Despite the fact that the polls are against him. Maybe that's where he's seen a path. That's my path to be the president. Maybe. by having current prisoners be able to vote for me. Well, that path has put him 24 points behind Joe Biden. So it might not be a very good path. Then we've got this uh, Alabama Democrat. Did you... You see this guy? You read about that in the paper? It's crazy, you see this? Crazy, Jay. <laughs> you see that? You see this in the paper? Uh, this is the kill them now or you kill them later guy? Yeah, yeah. So we've got... Uh, they were debating mm-hmm. abortion in the Alabama house. <clears throat> and this guy chimed in. And it's pretty interesting. Here's what he had to say. All I'm saying to you, it ought to be a woman's choice. To be a woman's choice. I'm not about to be as a male tell a woman what to do with her body. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. In the middle. Yeah. She well, has a right to make that decision herself. Okay. She has a right decision herself. Directly said. I don't know. What? Directly herself? Some no. kids are no. unwanted. Some kids are unwanted. Right. So you kill them now, kill them later. You kill them now, kill them now. You bring them into the world unwanted, unloved. Bring them into the world so you kill them now, I'll kill them later. Yeah, electric chair. Okay, that's cute. What? But the bottom line is, is that I think we shouldn't be making this decision. Shouldn't be making the decision. Hmm. Okay. All right. So you can kill them now, or you can kill them later, kill in, the later in the yeah. electric chair. Which, wow, talk about uh, judging someone's life before they've even had a chance to live it, sir. Oof. That... Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. Now, when you send people to the electric chair, normally it's... It's not for jaywalking. Mm-hmm. Normally, they've done something really serious to deserve that penalty. So that's kind of the difference. The unborn child has done nothing to deserve the death penalty. Well, maybe that's nothing. why they're so adamant, um, these pro-abortionists. Maybe that's why they are so over the top in their zealousness for, for killing these kids before they come out of the world. They know something we don't. They know that everybody that gets aborted is going to be a serial killer if they get to see the light of day. Hmm. Huh. That's a weird assumption. Well, that's what they're saying, apparently. Um, this is uh, Alabama Representative John Rogers, by the way. He also responded to Donald Trump Jr. calling him out for his remarks. Uh, and here's what he had to say about uh, Donald, Trump, Donald Trump Jr. Condemned your comments. Do you have a response to the president's son? Hey, that's an honor. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. did that. Yeah. Thank God. Right on. That's let me know I'm right. Because I don't know nothing he's been right on since he's been here. Man, that proved the right to make a seat about abortion. Him being born, that's proved the right to be. That's a very, very good defense I have for abortion right to him. Look at him say, I wonder if she'd aborted him when he was born. But he would have made that stupid statement, right? Mm. So, so his parents made a decision for him. Uh, that's what he made for him. So that's the first proof I got. <laughs> Mother of all hell, right to have abortion. I had. They made a decision to have him, didn't they? They could have aborted him. But they may seem to keep it. So wow. he's evidently uh, retarded. Oh. Uh, crazy. Wow. Uh, whatever district he's from in Alabama, you must be really proud. <laughs> you you got to be proud of this guy. Wow. Right? And there are Good s- choice. Good choice in placing the X next to his <laughs> name on the ballot. Nice and job. And you know, you, you try to get along with people on the left, people that Oof. disagree with you. I don't see me having a, an enjoyable 30 seconds with that guy. No. What a jerk. And then to use the word retarded, mm-hmm. uh, you can't use that word anymore, but he did. 
And mm-hmm. I guess he can get away with it. Yeah, he can. Because he's he's a minority, and so that's fine. And he's on the left. Uh, and suggesting that Donald Trump Jr. should have been aborted. Uh, that's also fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> wow. Again, congratulations to the district that he represents in Alabama. Nice. Good decision. Good decision on that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we got this incredible story of a woman in the United Arab Emirates. She had been in a coma for twenty seven years after a horrifying car crash, where she obviously almost died trying to shield her four year old son. Her four year old son is now uh, thirty two years old, and she just woke up from her coma. Wow. Now, this is something that medical experts will tell you, ah, that never happened. That doesn't happen. Uh, if they're out for this long, they're they're never coming back. And she did, in fact, wake up. Pretty amazing. She woke up last year after more, and we're just hearing about it now, after more than a quarter century of unconsciousness. It's amazing that they kept her alive that long. Yeah. Because usually you run into the uh, Terry Schiavo uh, situation where somebody says, okay, just, you know, starve her to death. It'll be the more humane thing to do. And she's from the UAE. And so this didn't happen until, and I don't know if there's a connection here, but it didn't happen until she was in Germany getting care when she finally came out of her coma. Yeah. But I think the most fascinating thing is her son was four years old when she protected him. And she just came to, um, and he is 32 years old. Yeah. So that's what she was when she went into a coma. It's just, She's going to wake up and seize her son the age story. that she was. Yeah, it's an amazing story. Man. Uh, she can communicate with him. Um, she does have a functioning brain. Uh, she's got cognitive function. After 27 years in a coma. This goes to show you that these doctors, scientists, they don't know everything. Uh, they can be wrong, which is why people fought so hard for Terry Schiavo and others. 888 900 Use it Monday, and in the meantime, have a great weekend. We'll see you then.